With your permission, I'd like to introduce a new Shabbos in the year. Uh, we have a number of designated Shabbos. We have, for example, the Shabbos Infertility Awareness. We have uh, Mental Health Awareness Shabbos. And I'd like to join together many other shuls and communities, organizations around the world that designate Parshas Lech Lecha as the Shabbos of Aliyah. This is the Shabbos in which we talk about moving to Eretz Yisrael. It's the Shabbos, it's the Parsha in which Hashem says to Avram, Lech lecha me'artzacha, it's time to leave your land. And one Shabbos a year, we should have a designated Shabbos to talk about moving to Eretz Yisrael. What I mean by that is, no sugarcoating, just to say it as it is, to discuss the fact that it's 2,000 years of exile, we still live outside of the land of Israel, and let's talk about Lech Lecha. It's time to go home and to talk about it straight. I put myself, obviously, in the same category as all of you. I still live here just like you, but we should have one week a year, at least, just designated. Let's say it straight. Let's talk about it as it is, that we could really only fulfill our missions in this world as Jews in the land that Hashem gave to us as a gift to Avram in this week's parsha, And he said, this is where you need to be. And now we have the opportunity to go home. It's time to talk about it. What I'd like to do to share this inaugural week is a shared Torah from the Nitziv. The Nitziv was Rav Yehuda, Naftali Tzvi, Yehuda Berlin. He was the Rosh Yeshiva of the famed Valozhin Yeshiva in what was then Lithuania in the uh, late 1800s. And he has a magnificent insight and observation really in the beginning of our parsha. But first, just a quick anecdote on the Nitziv to understand who he was and where he stood in relationship to the land of Israel. He was actually the uh, spiritual head of the Chovevei Tzion, well before the Zionist movement even became a Zionist Zionist movement, still in the uh, mid to late 1800s, there was an organization formed called the Chovevei Tzion, the Lovers of Tzion, and they were involved in uh, helping to support the early the early Yishuv in, in the land of Israel financially and encouraging people to move and whatever they were able to do. And Rev, uh, the Netziv was very involved in this. And in the uh, late 18, early 1880s, I should say, uh, Baron Edward... Um, uh, Rothschild uh, was who was involved in a big supporter of the early Zionist, again, before it was called the Zionist movement, a big supporter of the first Aliyah and uh, the first ye- early Yishuv, uh, founded the Carmel Winery in 1882 uh, with a rootstock that he imported from France and produced the very first bottle of Israeli-made grown wine. From, from grapes grown in the land of Israel in almost 2,000 years. And he sent a bottle of his, of his first production of wine back to the Nitziv uh, in gratitude for all of the Nitziv's work for the Chov of Eitzion back to uh, Valazhin. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I imagine that I'm of the last generation to eat boxer on uh, Tu Bishvat. Um, I, I, that's what we grew up with in the day schools. They would give us boxer on Tu Bishvat. That, that's what we had from the land of Israel. And then today, today, you know, we, we have everything. Fresh fruit is available, accessible to everything. We have beautiful fruits on Tu Bishvat now. But, but when I was growing up, that was what we got from the land of Israel. And, oh, you can have something on Tu Bishvat from the land of Israel. Well, imagine what it was like in 1882 for the Nitziv to receive the first bottle of wine ever produced in 2,000 years from Jewish-owned grapes in the land of Israel. So his nephew, Rebarach Halevi, 
who wrote the, the Sefer uh, Torah Tamima, who lived in the Nitziv's house when he was in the yeshiva in Valazhin, and he eventually wrote a biography called My Uncle the Nitziv. He writes about this episode that when the bottle of wine arrived at the Nitziv's home, he left... He left the agent who was bringing it at the door. He said, hold on, hold on one second. And he went into his bedroom and he changed into his Shabbos clothes. And he said, I, I can only greet this bottle. I can only welcome it into my home if I'm dressed appropriately. And in his Shabbos clothes, he went out to greet this bottle of wine. That was the Nitziv and his relationship to the land of Israel. And he notes in our Parsha as follows. It seems as if Avraham left Haran. Hashem comes to him and says, you have to leave the city that you're in now of Haran and you need to go to the land of Canaan. And it seems that Avram actually left twice. When you look at the Psukim, he says, in after, uh, after the opening series of Psukim, which Hashem tells him to leave, and he says, I'm going to make you into a great nation, and I will bless you, I will make your name great, you will, you will become a blessing, and those who bless you will be blessed, and those who curse you will be cursed. Then the Apostle says, Avram. Avram went, as Hashem said to him, and not only did Avram go, but his nephew Lot went with him as well. And then the Torah tells us how old Avram was. He was Ben Chameshanim Vishivim Shana, 75 years, Bitsay So Mecharon, when he left Haran. And if that Pasuk stood alone, we would have all the information that we needed. Avram took his nephew when he left. He was 75 years old. However, the very next Pasuk says, Avram took his wife Sarai, V.S. Lot Ben Achiv, and his nephew Lot. V.S. Kol Rechusham Asher Rechashu, and all of the property that they had, V.S. Hanefesh Asher Asubach, and all the people that were involved in his household, Vayetzu, and they left. Lalechas Artsa Canaan, to go to Canaan, and they arrived in the land of Canaan. The Tziv says, they already left. Pasuk Dalit says, Vayelech Avram, that Avram already went. Pasuk Hay says he left. How many times does he need to leave? The Nitziv makes the most astounding observation. He says, Avraham left in the middle of the conversation with Hashem. Ka'asher dibere love Hashem, as he was speaking with him. Avram was so inspired, he left. He picked up, he left everything behind. He left his wife behind, his house, his business. He hadn't closed anything up, he just left. And Lot went with him. And it says, because Avraham knew to leave, to go to the land of Israel was not a simple thing. And if he would have waited until his household, and he waited until he closed up his business, and he tied up all of his interests, he would still be waiting there until today. So as soon as he had the inspiration, he picked up and he left the city. And then he waited outside of the city and he sent word back to his wife, to Sarah, and to the people of his household. And he said, I'm leaving. I'm not coming back. Now I need you to help take care of my estate. You do have to take care of your estate. You can't just leave everything behind. But he got himself started. And then he sent word back and he said, you got to sell the house, you got to sell the business, you got to close everything up, and then you're going to come and join me. And that's what happened. And then, the, so the first Pasuk is Avram left and Lot came with him. And then he, the second Pasuk, which addresses this, all of their estate, all of their property, all the people, they tied everything up. And then they went and they joined Avram on the outskirts of the city of Haran. And then together they journeyed to the land of Israel. And it says this is to teach us with all mitzvahs. When the inspiration is there, when the message is received that you need to do something, you just got to jump in. You got to start it. Once you get started, then you can go back and tie up all the other dealings that need to be dealt with in order to make sure that it can work. But you have to get started. You have to jump in. And certainly when it comes to moving to the land of Israel, we can wait for everything to fall into place. We'll be waiting forever. Everything until the house sells this. We could be there for years, decades. You got to make the move. 
And then, as the process gets started, okay, you fill in everything as it is. So says the Nitziv of thoughts as we begin this first Shabbos, the Shabbos of Aliyah, Parshas Lech Lecha, to say it as it is, We've been in exile for a long time, and we now have a place to go to call home. It's no longer a wasteland. It's not an economic wasteland. It's a safe place. We have a government. We have an army. We have protection. It is being invested in to the tune of billions of dollars from outside money. People see it for what it is. It's not to say it's easy to live there. Nobody's going to say that. It's not to say that it's not expensive, but it's home. Lech lecha me'artzuch. Hashem says to Avram, leave your home, leave your family, leave the place that you were born in, leave the place where your business is, leave the place which is everything that you know. It's time to go home. This is my gift to you. This is the land that I want you to be in, and it's time to go. And it's time for us to say, yes, it has to be part of our everyday conversation. It's time to go home.